Welcome, bienvenue to the Fantasy Tools Podcast. This is a show where fantasy tools discuss fantasy tools. I'm your host, Eric Rents, and I'm joined by my co-host, Michael Peterson. Our mission is to discuss fantasy baseball and the tools that we're developing that help us manage our teams. Cue that intro music. about the standings right before we started recording and one thing jumps out to me which is the west race here and mm-hmm. i was wondering is there really an astros rangers rivalry don't know i this is something i don't know um it's a legitimate question i, I know that there is a there is a rivalry between those two cities i mean there should there should be a rivalry have they ever been good at the same time it usually feels like there's been a rule in the mlb of like you can only have one good team pick the rangers remember the rangers were pretty good there with beltre yeah for several years lost a couple world series <laughs> suckers so we have no idea right but half your life it wasn't possible for that to be a real uh, thing it's true because they weren't always in the al but actually it's funny because they're battling for probably second place in the division i think the mariners are the you think the mariners are gonna win it i think i'm ready to make the prediction wow i think j-rod nobody wants the astros to win, right i mean yeah like that's course. ridiculous uh and most most like most people don't want the rangers to win exactly shot in the arm right you have coming back presumably that's and he was pretty much the best ball when he was on the field this Cyan candidate yeah so i think there's going to be there's obviously going to be a very interesting al west race this year i just think i think seattle can come out on top you know who's not in it the angels the biggest biggest trade movers biggest losers after the trade deadline yeah that was more done for shohei anyways yeah one month one real month left in the season it's it, lots of there's a, there's a lot of movement that could happen here which is kind of fun there a couple of potential 100 win teams mm-hmm. and a lot of movement is really fun but but who is your pick al west i mean i've kind of had the astros winning it well in the back of my head the entire time. i know well, that's I, that's well, okay that's why you want to do a TGFBI check-in? Let's do this here. Uh, so uh, this week, um, you're at 198, down from one from 159. Yep. Yeah, not liking it. Central limit theorem? Not liking it. Uh, yeah. I only put in for one, and I missed him. It was Jason Dominguez. Oh, yeah? I, yeah, I, I mean, have any. gave um, it a shot. I think this is going to be this is gonna be more into the... I After the Ashoka roundup? Is he in the show? <laughs> But yeah, I mean, the reason I missed him is because on the heels of my enormous overpays for call-ups last week, I've, I've erred in the wrong direction. So. Very easily done. So it'll, that'll motivate a little bit of the uh, proper main segment. Well, we may as well do our main segment of a TV roundup here. Okay. Yeah, what do you got? Which What, what do you want to go for, with first? Quick notes. Well, first of all, both have three episodes, Ahsoka and Wheel of Time. A little... Yeah, Wheel of Time. Just try, try to catch up. Just put this out there. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about Ahsoka first. I guess. Um, it, we got to the end of it, and it's like, did anything happen? Sabine is sort of growing on me, but I don't know. Just like any content creator <laughs> these days, it just feels like I shove it down my throat enough, and I'll finally... But okay, so you... I mean, the show is getting better, right? I haven't just been beaten into submission. It's not getting worse. Boba Fett went way downhill quickly. 
Oh, it went fast. It was like I had, yeah, it was like the first couple episodes. I was like, okay, I'm holding out that this is going to, it's getting worse. But like, <laughs> I, I'm not really sure what the slope is here on how much worse it's getting. And then it I, I The episode was good. I mean, by a long number of space battles. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, that was good. Always, if you, if Star Wars is, <laughs> if Star Wars is getting stale at any point. Yep. Go to space. Go to space. It's a big thing that I think George didn't realize in terms of what was really cool in episode four, five, six. Yeah. Fucking space. Yeah. And then, it- <laughs> oh, you know, even Reagan named his. Uh, well, yeah, the the land battle was kind of fun in uh, episode five, and the Clone Wars was kind of fun. But you know, it's really cool. Space. space, space. You know, what you don't see in most movies space. To uh, Wheel of Time. Uh- Why did we wait? <laughs> why did we wait three weeks a month yeah you could have released a month ago i ah i mean and that gets right into my biggest complaint is like what the hell happened to i i this is a season so far that feels like honestly i can't remember when when they're gonna link up or what how this the show is gonna destroy time to link them up yeah I, i that's the thing that i don't really it's really hard to remember the things that i remember are getting violated and uh-huh. then the things that I sort of like, if I remember correctly, we don't get as readers any information about Nynaeve's yes. going through the arches. Yes. She just like, it sort of starts the way that it, way that it went, which is like a sister comes and you kind of like, then you go off and you follow other people and then you come back and she's accepted. And, um, and Iguina is like, what? Yeah. <laughs> which is what I was really expecting. And then, oh, we're really going to go through these arches. I thought it was going to be disappear into the arch. We're not going to know. She comes oh, out with come blood on. on her, and I. So I, I've, there's so much more stuff that was alluded to in the original books is being brought out. Yeah, like you remember how I said I I got to read this um, prequel book by Bob mm-hmm. Jordan on Moraine mm-hmm. and how Moraine and Land meet up. Um, there it got it finally paid off there was a it was an actual they slipped the reference to being yep. thrown into the lake and i was like hey i actually read that <laughs> not in the books not in the original wheel of time books will not have any idea what is going on unless you read the books it, well, what's but on top of that i read all the <laughs> books and i en- i enjoyed half of them <laughs> but i enjoyed it for like six years, I read through them and enjoyed them and was reading them pretty closely and could remember that stuff. But, jeez, I don't remember most of the stuff that's coming in. It's like it's a little bit too tangential. I'm, I'm really struggling to imagine watching this show with no book reference. And, just, and if you didn't just watch season one. <laughs> hey, right, which I didn't. It yeah. was two years ago. Yeah, exactly. I just made many things. It was like the first Trolloc and I was like, their name again? <laughs> Yo, yeah, 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 yeah. Or <laughs> like, and then somebody mentioned Trollocs. I just I know like, it's not Orc. Trollocs, yeah, 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 and, yeah. You know, all of the characters just like Lowell is a is uh <laughs> like. Oh yeah, what is? I that? don't know. A builder. <laughs> He's <Shit>. big. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, it it is just gonna be one more episode a week, right? I didn't look release schedule. We're just getting this out of here, yeah. guys. Just. It's September. Rosters have expanded. You might just be looking for a little bit of a fresh look. I've been wondering for a long time how to automate this in some way, make basically an analyzing my league guys. And specifically TGFBI, grabbing these guys into TGFBI, 
honestly, they've been my <laughs> my uh, stabilization down to 200. What should I do? This is good. This is what we need. I, if I'm scrolling on Twitter, mm-hmm. there are a couple of there are a couple of accounts that that I enjoy. My relationship in virtually none of processing. It's been purely stuff that's handed to me, which means usually that I'm that I'm getting the information late. <laughs> to say it. you're getting the information late and yeah. you're getting it pre-processed. You, we we almost need to have just that equivalency, right, between the different leagues. What this is, and to have it, and then have that somewhere just posted, and on our annals. I've I've got the skeleton strategy here for you, man. This is what is what I'm interested in doing now. I'm trying to start tackling this. So, this is another thing that's really tough. Is that preseason you figure out some guys. Like uh, Christian Encarnacion Strand, I was like, "Yeah, I like this guy for the value that he is. He's gonna be, he's gonna probably come up at some point this year and hit." Well, he's so, he, so he will actually in in some uh, in some discussion. Here. Good if if you steer it that way, you're allowed, you're allowed to steer it that way. But it's really tough to then follow through the course of the year and find new guys over time. You really have Royce Lewis as number one on this list. For the next four weeks, I just want to know. I should pick up. <laughs> I yeah, just yeah, want to yeah. have, just want to have a look at like, what's going on. Is there a guy I should that I should keep an eye on? Rosters are going to expand. I mean, yep. this is a time, right? There, yep. you, did you say it's the beginning of, of the section? This is a time because rosters yeah. expand. Some teams are going to be, uh, they're, they're going to be trying to get rest because they know where they're going to be in the yep. playoff hunt. And some teams are trying to get a look because they're already out of it for next year. So this is a perfect time to be yep. Yep. focusing on these guys, these young, young kids. So let me tell you what I've got right now. And we, uh, this is something I think should be should be expanded um, even over the next couple of weeks, actually, to be perfectly honest. So here's a stab at, at automation of call-up you might want to keep an eye on or that we should check on their stats. So guys who, A, appeared in September MLB games, B did not appear in April MLMs, and we could argue about what the best month for this is. Three or C appeared in AAA this season. Also a big if. And then lastly, are younger than 26. Ooh, 26 was the cutoff. Wow. All right. I looked for statistical outliers in ratio statistics. It doesn't mean anything to say they hit 18 home runs. Yeah, and 500 at bats <laughs> or in 200 at bats. Yeah, very different means very different things. So what I did was, and you're seeing a pretty processed version of this data, and we could discuss maybe you want to see something different. But what I did was home runs per PA, strikeouts per PA, stolen bases per PA, and hits per PA as our leading indicators of, of, of hitting quality. Then what I did, and normalize across leagues, the thing that you mentioned, was I'm actually computing the deviation to the league means. To the league average. For every single league I took, okay, what is the average per PA what is the standard in on the home runs per PA, and where does this person sit in that distribution? So okay. those are those are the numbers you're seeing, and I divided it minors and then the majors. Let's talk about Ellie De La Cruz because we Ellie De La Cruz is a good because I don't know we have talked about him, but so in the minors he was 0.4 sigma above stolen bases per PA than the league average okay. means. This dude stole. He's not as not as gets to the majors. Wow, <laughs> I know. Still stealing at it at an amazing clip here. One point two sigma above the major league average. If you scroll around and ask what he's doing on hits, he's hitting a little bit above averages. A lot of home runs, more above minors, and he's doing he's 
striking out more. Okay. He striked out more in the minors, and he's really striking out more in the majors. Well, if you had this straight line, that would be insane. Yeah. yeah. And then what I did was I, I summed, by the way, the last column here is summing the mi- the the deviations in the minors and the majors. Are you what, on the strikeouts? Are you turning that negative? That's inverse. So okay. I'm using that as the, as the metric for like, how good is this person relative? relative. And this trick actually kind of passes the smell test. If you look at who's towards the top, a little bit of iffiness because they're stealing just a crazy bases. Always those things get overweighted. That's weighted really heavily. Yeah, and that hurts someone like Encarnacion Strand. There's a lot in this spreadsheet. We're looking at we're looking at a spreadsheet right now that's that's got these things together. Um, Sorry, folks, you can't look at it. And most most guys guys actually are tracking reasonably well. Like I'm looking at a lot of these are actually fairly close, except, except for runs. Christian Encarnacion Strand. <laughs> well, he's actually. I, I keep on looking at this. There's there's a lot to unpack here because, um, well, stolen bases. He's he's not going to get you the stolen bases but he's sort of league average hits wise. He had some, you know, return to reality home runs. He had a lot more return to reality, but then oddly strikeouts. Someone told him like the key to staying up is to not strike out. And he was like, <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and so he went from a negative in the minors to a yeah. positive in the majors. So he's, he's making sure he's not yeah. striking out. Yeah. It is funny. I mean, yeah. I, That's interesting. I decided not to use runs and arts as a side note because too much team influence there. No, good a good point. Too too much. Is Sam Huff Audrey, Aubrey <laughs> Huff's kid? I I'm gonna go out on a limb and I I doubt it. Uh, okay. You can keep going. Am I crazy to think I should pick up these guys that aren't doing well in the major in the majors in the hopes that they're gonna ship a little bit? Yeah, at least they have the yeah like this. Mm-hmm. Alika Williams, not doing well in the majors, had been doing really well in the minors. A whole lot of opportunity in Pittsburgh. So is that is that someone to hit your wagon to? Wow, what is up with Nick Lofton and <laughs> Royals? Just just get into the just get in there and and you can actually get get something done. Yeah, this is a this is some interesting stuff that you've put together here. I was curious if there would be any op- team trends, which is it's not. Right, because the no. really bad teams, you have some high and low interesting stuff, but it's just opportunity, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, middling teams like the Mets and the Twins. <laughs> oh, they, oh. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. They're, and Marlins, they, uh, they're skewing a little higher. Which ones are skewing lower? Oh, you, oh, you've got my team. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there are a lot of repeat teams here, like Royals, bunch of players. Yankees, a bunch of players, athletics. Yeah, I'm almost. I mean, I'm almost in the teams that like that appear, but it's it's harder to <laughs> to do with that. Yeah, who's not appearing here? Are the Dodgers in here? Yeah, or are Padres? No Padres. No Padres. This was the start of the data science exercise. I actually think that this is a useful way in general to analyze this. You know, you, you come up with this list of names and you look these guys up and I'm just like, I have no clue who this is. <laughs> I didn't, yeah, I, I didn't have my, his rip was not on my radar. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else I find in exercise like this interesting so that we see the name, it just tickles, just tickles something. In yeah, the yeah, yeah. Brain. It tickles something in the back of your brain. Like, ooh, I should, I know I've seen this. I've heard this. I should, I should continue probing. I think a it, bit it, of uh, spinach between your teeth. I should probe <laughs> this until it's gone. 
I think that about brings us to the review session. Yandy Diaz. Hey, they changed the You've dashboard. Got a really important note here. Yeah. They changed the dashboard oh, on Baseball God. Savant. Uh, Excuse me. Don't know what I'm looking for. Okay, yeah. guys. Um, I actually think think this is going to be an improvement, but they did add more graphics, which is always a little bit annoying, annoying to me. Okay. I didn't realize that his fielding was... They put fielding up here. I didn't realize that his fielding was so poor. Uh, real first baseman. Also has value, surprisingly. Two years old. Had forgotten about that. About that. He's been around for so long, so I'm, I'm actually not that surprised. 515 late appearances this year. 81 runs. 18 home runs. They've hidden the eyes from me. Can't even just rip that off easily. Zero stolen. No average. How many How many RBIs does the guy have? 67. 67 RBIs. Wow, that is as if he was batting leadoff, which, hey, look at that. He is a lot. Three, 322 average. Man. Why does he sit so much? There is something to be said, guy who bats off on a good team. <laughs> this, well, it's too bad that the Rays aren't a good team in the second half. <laughs> well, yeah, but they're not. This goes back right. to this goes back to our adage, our drafting adage, which is like bat high in the in the order on a good team. Like you need to draft them. Like why was Yandy Diaz mm-hmm. drafted this late? <laughs> because he hadn't he hadn't been leading off or in the top top four last year. I can tell you predicted. Yandy does to lead off. We did. Oh, well, that was at the very end. Yeah, I think that was a... Um, you had originally been like, Manuel Margot is going to lead off. And I was like... And, and you had you had him, and then you had, I think, Randy, and you had Wander third. And and I think this is one that I changed. It was like, yes, last year, Yandy was first No, lot. no, you, you, you did change. I, I also recall that, and that, and that I have to... I have to you got that right, and everybody else. But he's actually made he's actually made hay with I, it. Everybody this else year. needed to listen to you, which he has in the past. <laughs> well, I think that this is going to cool off to the end of the year, well, so I'm not really that. Yeah, no, he's a good hitter. Um, his BABIP right now is 360. Well, well, career 320, okay. and that's what he had last year was 320. Okay. So I, I mean, I think that he regresses 20 spots in batting average. I mean, he does. Well, he does have an no, off. No, no, no. He's not going to regress over the last month of the season to three hundred. Yeah. But he is a three hundred. He's a career three hundred hitter. Yeah, and a career three twenty BABIP player. So I think this is going to go down. His average he's, is probably going to go down to like three ten. He's like a D Hugh for baseman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he shouldn't be at first base. <laughs> he shouldn't be. He's there sh- by default. Yeah. No, no, no. He should look at that arm strength. <laughs> is this just a? Forget about Dre kind of situation here, and don't forget about Dre next year. Like, I think so. I it, I think it would be crazy to draft him at this this same spot next year. He has to move up in drafts. This is a this is a really valuable fantasy asset. But he only play. He doesn't. He plays three quarters of the games, and he's gonna sit. Yeah, and Brandon Lowe this year has been annoying as heck as well. Not Brandon Lowe. Yeah, Josh Lowe. Because uh, it's just like, okay, we're gonna sit you against left. Actually, did he? Did he? Did he have? A, did he have a break where he was out? No, he's just. No, he just sat a bunch. Well, that's this is a Rays thing, right? If Yandy was on the Rangers, he'd never sit. He yeah. wouldn't be sitting. So he's gonna get to like 135 games this year, 550-ish at bats. Outside, he's got an outside shot at ends this year. I mean. Sure, he's gonna. He's only gonna hit twenty home runs, and he's maybe gonna get seventy-five RBIs. I mean, 
No stolen bases. Sure. Can't count on him for that. So I guess this is, I have a question there. That number, if you look at all of this, the runs, I think one could say, like, we know that he's, if you told us at the beginning, saying, yes, he's going to mm-hmm. be batting first. And yes, this is going to be good offense. You could say, yeah, 100, 100 runs. He might be able to steal that. And then 80-ish RBIs. Yeah, he might be able to get there. Uh, looking at his historical numbers last year, it'd be like, you know, 71 runs and 57 RBIs and just say, okay, well, he's going to bat first all the time. He's going to get uh, 80, mm-hmm. uh, 90, 100 more plate appearances. And you'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all those numbers make sense. The home runs number is out of whack here. Is is this an aberration or is he now going to maybe return you 20 home runs every year? Because that... This you enter Michael Bradley territory, like good yeah. Michael Bradley territory, when you're in the like twenty home runs, three hundred batting average. But if you go back to ten home runs, three hundred, you're not really that ownable. I mean, he could, he could, he could, he could be. A, we should do a larger analysis off season, not just of him, but writ large. I mean, he could be, be a guy benefiting from the more hitter friendly this year. Rolls. I mean, maybe that's what he needed was a little bit less time to think overthinking in the box. It doesn't look that crazy. I mean, he sure he's his 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 spray charts that he he prefers to pull the ball when he when he hits home runs, but it can hit opposite field home runs. So I don't see anything here that suggests like wow he was there. It looks like there's a change in his approach because last year he was he's all over the field now, and last year he was. It looks like looks like the shift looks like the shift might have helped him pushing maybe the shift bands might have helped him. Well, no, but that's where he was hitting everything last year was into the shift. I mean, these types of things we have to look at, and it, it, the, and they're but they're big projects, unfortunately. Yeah, like, oh, this looks a little bit more like 2019 hit spray. All right, next year, home runs. Oh, well, actually, number one, what are people going to project him? I would like to know that number. Are people going to project him at? Let's put the over under at 16 and a half. Oh, people are going to project him under. I think people are going to project him. So ten home runs, they'll say. Yeah, I'd say ten home runs. I mean, I think I think these numbers are pretty good. Seventy-one runs, fifty-seven on RBIs, two ninety-six average. All right. So you think the project? It's all right. So what about? So if I say thirteen and a half, you think that there people are going to say predict under? Yeah, I, I'll take the over on that. On okay. the what people on the, the preseason prediction preseason predictions. predictions. Okay, and I'll go with fantasy pros aggregate. Do you think that he's going to get over 13 and a half next year? Okay. All right. All right. Well, who are we doing next week? <laughs> you say that like I'm going to be really excited. Spencer Torkelson. Oh, hey. Heard him. Time for a little housekeeping. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter, Fantasy Tools, Mind the Z. Thank you, Mild Manor, for letting us use your tunes. Be sure to follow them on SoundCloud and Facebook. Feel free to email us with questions or comments. Send us messages at fantasy.tools at gmail.com. Again, mind the Z. All I've got left is, we're selected to you, buddy. We're selected to you, too. Yeah!